This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's start in Cleveland tonight. The NBA is back, Kate. The Nuggets are visiting the Cavaliers. The Cavs are laying two points. They are minus 145 on the money line. The Nugs plus 125, total set at 222 and a half. Do you have a play in this one? I don't have an official play in this one, but I would lean towards the Cavs here. The the line has moved in that direction. Money's coming in on Cleveland. They're an extremely good team at home. Very efficient. Their defense steps up at home. And the Nuggets, I believe they're without Aaron Gordon tonight. Uh, I mean, he's not obviously Jokic or Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr., but he's a pretty good defensive player, and he adds a lot to their rotation there. So uh, I would lean towards the Cavs just coming out of the break, being the home team, not having to travel. Mm -hmm. Maybe their focus is a little bit more there. That might be kind of the theme I go with is home teams tonight out of the break. But I don't really have any research to back that up. I probably should have looked (laughs) back to last year and then gone through the slate of last year and what happened in these first games out of the break. But that's where I would lean for this Cleveland game. What do we think? I think I'm going to go over here. This is a play I like quite a bit for a couple reasons. Now, the total is set at 222 and a half. And the sabotage factor is the Cavaliers have one of the best defenses, if not the best defense by metrics in the NBA. However, the Nuggets have the best offense in the league. They're super efficient from the floor. And if you look at the Cavaliers, because they got healthier, their offensive output before the all-star break, like shot through the roof over their past like six or seven games. And Denver doesn't play any defense anyway. I think we see a back and forth game, which is why this line is so short. So I'm going to go over 222 and a hook. Let's head to Indiana, the Celtics in town, and the Celtics are laying a point. Celtics minus 240 on the money line. The Pacers plus 280. Total set at 234 and a half. Personally, I want no part of this game. I feel like the Pacers are the right side here, but what say you? Oh, I feel like the Pacers are the right side too, which makes me so nervous because Boston's the team you can trust, right? They're the ones that mm-hmm. cover constantly, or at least it feels that way. But the Pacers are feisty. I mean, the Pacers were down, what, 24 to the Bulls in the final game before the break, and they came back and won that game? Like, they're just kind of a team that's never going to go away. So, Betting these types of spreads where you've got eight, eight and a half, that makes me a little nervous. Now, if Boston is the team that they're supposed to be and they have been at streaks in the season, the the favorite to win the title, all that, they should blow Indiana out of the water. I just don't quite know how Indiana is going to approach this last stretch of the season. I don't want to say second half because the season's well over halfway over but are they going to be a team that kind of folds down the stretch and tanks and tries to get a higher uh, draft pick or are they going to continue to be feisty and want to try and win these games that's something that I'm going to be watching for with the Pacers uh, over these next couple weeks so I'm not playing anything in this one either yeah I just I think there are better games on the board now the Celtics I will say they were an absolute wagon before the all-star break six and oh against the number in their last six overall but the Pacers are one of the better teams at home against the spread 19 and 13 this season not only that they are not a team that when they lose they get blown out they lose by an average I think it's 4.2 4.3 points per game so when they lose they generally keep it close I just don't feel like Indiana is getting enough credit here so I'm with you let's go Pacers plus eight 
Oh, God, here's a fun one. Pistons at the Magic tonight in the Magic Kingdom. Orlando laying six and a half points. They are minus 265 on the money line. The Pistons are plus 225. At BetMGM, the total is set at 226 and a half. Let me just put it to you this way. I will never bet the Pistons unless the Pistons are getting like 48 points or something against a high school team. Then I'll be like, maybe the Pistons can keep this within the number. They're an awful team. They are clearly the worst defensive team in the NBA. And this game is in Orlando. So I like the magic here. But one thing to keep in mind is that the last time these two teams met, and I don't know if you factored this in or not, they got in this huge fight, this huge brawl on the sidelines. So they were getting into it. So I don't know if you really can't quantify motivation because the Pistons suck no matter what. But also, if you're playing a team that you have some bad blood against, then maybe that helps the Pistons keep it closer than normal. Still, I would lay the six and a half with the Magic, but I thought that was one interesting facet of this matchup. I forgot that that happened in that last game. That was like Franz Wagner and Killian Hayes got ejected. Mm -hmm. He like knocked him out. That was was a wild fight. One of the better fights in the NBA this season, I will say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think I would also... Lay the points with the Magic. They're just a better team mm-hmm. at this point. They play with uh, a little bit more oomph, and I feel like they want to be good, where the Pistons are kind of just getting through the season at this point. I mean, um, Cade Cunningham, he's out for the rest of the year. He's been out for quite some time. Their roster's dealt with so many injuries and people in and out that they kind of haven't really gotten into the flow, where I feel like the Magic, they started to have things click a little bit more over the last month of the season. And the Pistons have also won the first two games in this series. Those are both in Detroit. Now these are back in Orlando. So I would lay I would lay it with the Magic. I have a lot more faith in them playing with some passion and energy and wanting to win this game than I do the Pistons. So close first half, but I think that the Magic run away with this in the second. I'm with you on that. Just no way I can grab points with Detroit, no matter how many it is. Here is a game I love, and I don't want to say anything because I want to hear what you have to say. Grizzlies at the Sixers tonight. 76ers laying four. They are minus 175 on the money line. The Grizz plus 150. Total is 229 at MGM. Where are you going, Kate? Ooh, I'm excited to hear what you have to say, Jenks. I'm going with the uh, home team. I'm going with the yeah. Sixers here tonight. Uh, Memphis... For as good as they were early in the season, they took a big dip, and something just didn't feel right there for the stretch that they were losing a lot of those games. I mean, John Morant thinks that they're the the big uh, macho man out in the West, but I'm not so sure anymore. And against a cross-division rival uh, like the Sixers, I just think Joel Embiid will be able to dominate and pretty much get whatever he wants. Now, I know Jaron Jackson Jr. is on the other end, and he's the defensive player of the year front runner right now, but I still think that Embiid is able to um, just kind of do whatever he wants against, mm-hmm. against Jaron Jackson Jr. He's just too good. And the MVP race, yeah, while it's locked up with Jokic for the most part, Embiid's the second uh, favorite. So if he wants to make a push at all, he's going to have to do that. The 76ers, they're looking to make a deep run in the postseason, and I feel like that momentum needs to start now for them because they are a team that kind of, you know, fizzles out in the postseason. So I would I would lay the points with the Sixers. 
I'm with you too. I love the Sixers in a big way. I don't know what's gotten to the Grizzlies, maybe just too cocky for their own good. Yeah. But in their last seven road games, they are one and six against the number. They're one and five against the spread in their last six games in Philly. And the money is all over the Sixers, as it should be. The Sixers at home in their last 26 games, 20 and six against the spread. I love the Sixers, minus four tonight. Finally, in Toronto, Pelicans are in town. Raptors minus six. They're minus 215 on the money line. The Pels are plus 185. Total is 225 and a half. This game is gross to me. I saw this. I was like, Pelicans, Raptors, no thanks. Where else can I go? I I think I would lean Pelicans, but if you want to sell me on something else, I am more than willing to hear it. No, I don't have a bet in this game either, but my mind goes to the Pelicans. I mean, even with Jakob Pertl now in the lineup for the Raptors, he's a big presence down low that they that they needed. Uh, I just I still think that the Pelicans have the better roster top to bottom, and they need to start once again building some momentum here, getting back to how they were playing early in the season. They have that level to them. They just haven't done that lately because of injuries. A nice little reset here with the break. I think they come out and, and get the road win tonight. I'm just going to go with the money line upset here. Look at that for a bold prob- Yeah, why not? Here, and, and I don't know what it is about the Pelicans, even though they are they haven't been good against the number because they're so banged up. But I will say one thing. Against Toronto, they're 5-0 and against the number in their last five meetings. For, so there's something about that matchup against the Raptors that really suits New Orleans quite well. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.